You're listening to Positively Anti-Inflammatory, the show for people just like you who want to keep inflammation down and your spirits up. I'm your host, Alyssa Abrahamson, functional nutritional therapist and wellness coach. Today and every Wednesday, I'm here to be your coach and your guide as I offer insightful ways for you to lead a positively anti-inflammatory life. Hey there, welcome back to Positively Anti-Inflammatory. It's episode 93. So a few months ago, I was in a session with one of my clients and she was talking about the healthy changes she was making with food and her body. And then she said something that really struck me. She said something about food as fuel. And I asked her, what do you mean by that? So it was her understanding that seeing food as fuel was something to aspire to. She thought, and has been taught, that if you come from the standpoint of food is fuel, that it'll help you get over emotional eating, and that if you see food as fuel, then you will make the right choices and better choices in terms of, you know, food and what you're eating. And I'm so glad that she brought this up because I knew in the moment that she said that, that we needed ex- we needed to explore this thought that she had, her thought that, that she, quote, should view food as fuel. So I want to ask you, do you aspire to hold a belief that food is fuel? So the truth is, so many of us have complicated relationships with food, and I help all my clients mend and heal their relationship with food. And this client in particular was dealing with some food addictions, and she had been holding on to stories that she'd been telling herself her whole life that if she made changes to her diet, then she'd feel deprived and angry, and then she'd, you know, rebel against that. And I know we can relate to that. And since this is a story she was telling herself, she believed it, and so she kept on perpetuating that story. So she'd make some healthy choices and changes, and then she'd feel deprived, and then she'd rebel against it, and then just this vicious cycle. And when we began working together, she had been anxious about making any changes to her diet, even though, you know, she knew that nutrition and food was really a part of her healing journey. So as we slowly worked on her relationship with food, she has since had a complete transformation in her relationship with food and her body. And it's so amazing. And I'm so proud of her. But I wanted to talk about this today with you because I think it's very relevant and all of us can relate to this notion that food is fuel. And I want to offer a different perspective. All right. Food is fuel is a common saying that you've probably heard hundreds, hundreds of times. The problem with only viewing food as fuel and thinking that this is something to aspire to is that that this viewpoint neglects so neglects so much of what food has to offer and what food can mean and really it negates and it devalues the power of food. Of course, of course, of course food has the purpose of fuel, but I don't think that once we believe 
that food is fuel, we have attained food freedom, or that we have solved the mystery to healthy eating and healthy a healthy relationship of food. Food can be so complicated, and there's so much more to it. Many folks, particularly fitness people, or you know those in the in the field of sports nutrition, focus on food as fuel and and view food as a way to fuel exercise. That's a whole other area of expertise and thought, and that's that's not the work that I focus on with my clients. That's those are not the people that are coming to me. So yes, food provides sustenance and nourishment. Food is also joy and pleasure and connection and memories. And there's just so many other important purposes to food. Diet culture and fitness culture generally boil food down to macros and points and calories in versus calories out and all that. And it leaves little room for pleasure or fun or memories or you know, just like healthy exploration. And you know that I am not into counting calories or counting macros or any of that. And the reason why is because this stems from me healing my relationship with food and my body and overcoming eating disorders that I had when I was a teenager and into my 20s. So for me, it's it's freeing to not concern myself with counting anything. It's freeing for me to choose foods that are delicious and bring me joy to make, to make food and to cook for myself and others. It's healing for me to be at peace with food, to enjoy it, to cook it, to share it, to experiment with it and have fun with it. And one of my goals is to help you become at peace with food and help you figure out what foods are healing and supportive to you. I also want to help you get into the mindset and the thoughts and belief that food could be your friend and that you can have a peaceful relationship with food. And if we're only viewing food from a fueling standpoint, we're more likely to feel shame or guilt when we eat, you know, in a in a situation or in a way that's not necessarily quote fueling. And that's what my client felt. She felt that she needed to think of food as fuel because that's what she had heard and been taught. And so that's what she thought she should believe. But I'm here to say, no, no. That's that's like so not the case. Like that's it's just it's not that, you know, it's like this. This food as fuel is not the most helpful viewpoint, and it's not the be-all, end-all way to view food. Yes, food is information for our body. Every food decision makes, you know, um, sends a message to our body. But food is more than just nutrition. Food is more than just nourishment. Food is emotional. Food is emotional. Food is tradition, culture, pleasure. Food can also be frustrating and confusing. Food is also connection and joy and love. There's so much and it's okay. And it's important to acknowledge, validate, and honor the many roles that food plays in your life. Food is also a story. We have our own stories like wrapped up and around food and through food. And there's information that we, you know, we communicate to ourselves. There's information we communicate to others with how we eat, what we eat, you know, where we eat. For example, one of my food stories is 
uh, you know, I, I believe that I'm a conscientious consumer, meaning I shop at the farmer's market and this brings me so much joy and pride as I know that I'm eating more sustainably and I'm getting the most nutrient dense foods because the foods I am buying straight from the farmer are in season and they're local and they're not traveling across the country. And let me just say, I absolutely don't get everything from the farmer's market. So there's that, but it is a significant um it's a significant uh, part of the food that I that I enjoy and that I eat and that I buy. You know, maybe you consider yourself a foodie. So the food story that that you have is about you know sophistication around food, or perhaps you're you know from Italy or India or you're Jewish like me, and the foods you know associated with our culture and heritage make you proud and bring back fond memories of your family and tradition. There is like, (laughs) I love, I love, (laughs) not every Jew likes, you know, whitefish salad or lox, but I'm obsessed. And um, when I find another Jew who's like, I'm like, oh my God, just give me a fucking plate of whitefish salad and and lox and I'm so happy. And when they can relate, I'm like, oh, hells yeah. (laughs) Again, you don't have to be a Jew, but you know, anyway, so um. Do enjoy those those uh, those those kinds of fish, but anyway, you know maybe you know what about being an adventurous eater? Are you are you an adventurous eater? I have certainly become an adventurous eater. I talked about that last week um, with in episode ninety two, the joy of feasting with Miranti. When I opened up my diet and I started eating meat again back in two thousand eighteen, I think it was, and I focused on nutrient dense foods, and this included organ meats. I was scared but it was so fun. I felt like, oh my God, this is like super fun to experiment and and be adventurous about it. So now I consider myself an adventurous eater and I love it and I'm proud of it because I never was. I never was an adventurous eater. When all I did was eat bagels and Ben and Jerry's, that ain't an adventurous eater. Um, your food story might be that you associate food as love. And you're a caregiver, so you cook for those you love, and that is your food story, and that bring that that is a way that you express love. You know, maybe you can your food story is that you're a work in progress with food. We all are, and you're working on healing your relationship with food and finding foods that don't cause inflammation or don't cause digestive issues. So you are learning and you're growing and you're a work in progress. We all have a story with food, and it's important, I think, to really be conscious of that and reflect and see where where you're at with food and where you want to be. So with that in mind, I have some journal prompts from you. I think it's been a while, right? It's been a few weeks since, more than a couple of weeks since we've done some journaling. So now might be the time to press pause, grab a pen and paper, and write down these five journal prompts. Number one, what is food? What is food? Number two, what is food for you? What is food for you? Number three, what would you like food to be? 
What would you like food to be for you? Number four, what are your thoughts about food as fuel? What are your thoughts about food as fuel? And number five, what is your food story? What is your food story? Ugh, I, I love that question. I love thinking about what is your food story. So if you haven't listened yet to episode 25, Becoming Friends with Food, please go back and do that. And that's it for today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining. Thank you for allowing me, giving me this platform to explore this idea that food is more than fuel. Food is more than just fuel. And I hope, you know, that it is, this episode has been thought provoking and helpful. And if you would like help with your relationship with food, I can help. Visit my website, thewellnessheadquarters.com, and there you'll find a link to set up a free wellness coaching call with me, or you can email me directly at info at thewellnessheadquarters.com. I would love to work with you and help you. So until next week, say something nice to yourself, slow down when you eat, and say yes to rest. Hey, if what you're hearing resonates with you, I created a free resource just for you. Anti-inflammatory living, the essential guide to get your free copy, head over to guide.thewellnessheadquarters.com. That's guide.thewellnessheadquarters.com to receive your free anti-inflammatory living, the essential guide.